the front porch Now you sit in front court It's a show about nothing but still your number one source We be talking some sports So whatever you come for Better check the box score I ain't done, I got more Listen, when I chop it up I can get your knowledge up Don't ignore the obvious Time that you acknowledge us If I say it, then I meant it When I said it, we can play it We can spin it, we can listen, we can edit It's that Michael Jordan Carter flow Almost time to start the show Time around, we taking over I just thought that y'all should know Sit back, relax, because I drop facts You are now tuned to the Front Porch Podcast going on i'm here with uh current nfl safety jared harper i've grown up with him uh thanks for coming on bro what's up yeah no doubt carter appreciate you having me on man yeah, merry man. christmas merry christmas to you merry christmas to everybody appreciate you yeah man uh so growing up we played pretty much all of our life you know Wee, yeah, middle Pee-wee's school up. high school yeah that's pretty crazy you always wore 24 too didn't you yeah so uh first year i wore first year playing i wore seven then i went to 24 and then uh High school, I went to five. Right, yeah. That's crazy, man. I saw a lot of the back of that 24 when you were <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, man, that's pretty crazy. You, you knew from the jump, too, that you were you were going to be football, right? I mean, you played basketball and all that stuff, but, like, I always remember you were, like, you know, football was up here. Yeah, so, you know, growing up, you know, football was something that always just came naturally to me. Right. Um, you know, basketball, I had to work at it, but I was still very talented at it. Definitely. And, you know. Uh, so just, you know, when I first stepped on the field, first strapped the pads on, I, you know, I, t- I looked at both my parents. I said, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Facts, and, you know, I'm, you know, my goal is to go pro and, you know, I'm going to go pro. And so that was my goal at a young age and, you know, just took it and ran with it. Right, right. Yeah, man. I mean, what was it, your eighth grade year? Did you, did you quit football because the coach was uh, kind of wild? Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to say the coach's name or anything, but, right, right. Uh, you know, coach, you know, growing up, he was always on me. You know, even when I was in Pee Wee's, like Jared, when you know, when you get to, you know, uh, middle school, you know, you're gonna you're gonna ball out. You're gonna have a you know great career, right. and you know, gonna win a lot of ball games, and it's gonna be you know mostly because of you. So, you know, middle school, my eighth grade year, we didn't really have the success that I was, you know, that I envisioned us having. Um, I didn't have necessarily, you know, the best season. I say I, you know, I wanted to have. Right. And, uh, you know, I was complaining a lot. Um, as far as, you know, my carries and, you know, how the season was going and how things were being ran and stuff. And, you know, I ended up getting um, – he ended up benching me. Really? And, you know, after that, um, I felt like that was kind of like a stab in my back because right. I was still, you know, um, pulling my end of the weight. Right. Um, wasn't anything I wasn't necessarily doing that I could have did better. But, you know, me being the type of player that I am and hold myself to a certain standard. Right. You know, to some people what I was doing was good enough, but to me it wasn't right. good enough. And – you know, imagine, he ended up benching me. And, right, yeah. Imagine <laughs> being that coach. He benched you, and then you go on. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But, yeah, then, then you get into high school. You played all four years up on varsity, right? Um, no. So my freshman year, um, I played freshman ball. And then after my freshman year, got bumped up. Um, right. Played varsity for my sophomore year. Um, I remember, I remember, I wasn't up, but my sophomore year, your junior year, when we went up to the Ridge, that was a heck of a game. Y'all, y'all, were, y'all were real good your junior, senior year. I oh, that. yeah. So that was um, – that was the year. There was a lot of hype around that oh, game. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, a lot, oh, of, yeah. lot of a lot of smack talk going back and forth <laughs> on Facebook. I remember back in the day when oh, we was yeah. in high school, Facebook was Facebook, well, Facebook was, was it. Yeah. So that's where you know everyone was getting their little they, little smack talk in before the game and stuff oh, yeah. like that. But yeah, that was a great game. You know, played against a lot of my friends, um, including you. Right. Um, you know, we was going back and forth for a while. It was a very close game, and I, I believe. 
didn't the game go into overtime or did we or was it the last yeah, y'all or was it was it pulled away at the, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that was a real good game. Bro, I remember one time we were running the waggle. I could have swore I looked you off like you were. I could have swore you were like the other way. I tried to hit the post across the middle. You jumped that shit and you took it back. To the <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Nah, man, I, I was do like, remember shit. that. Hell of a way to end it. <laughs> I think I might have put that on my highlight film. Yeah, actually. yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> nah, man, it's cool though. It's pretty cool to say you know how you picked me off. But you still you you know you were practicing again, playing against like NFL talent, playing against NFL talent. So you know, what I mean, if I'm gonna get picked off by somebody, I'm. I'm glad I got picked off. Yeah, you, no man. doubt. You know, but I felt like you know, coming from this area that you know, growing up in high school, I always felt that this area was overlooked. You know, we have so much talent, Definitely. not only just in football, but in all sports: basketball, baseball, soccer, right? Uh, football included. But you know, you look at guys like yourself, you know, the Clays, uh, you know, Jerome Watkins, Lance Fullwood, yeah, um, and then you know, on down it trickled down. You know, even uh, who else was it? Um, was it Cody Dolly? Cody Dolly, Dolly. Yeah. and then you had uh, obviously Ty. And yeah, Ty, and you include Braden, and you know those guys, Drew Winters. Yeah. Um, you know, even Pat Livingston. You know, those guys. You know, we played. We had a lot of talent in this area. Yeah, you, you, know, you had high school. You, know, you gelled well. Like you had, you know, a lot of depth. It seemed like, especially your junior and senior year. Yeah, for sure. Because like I remember, you know, practicing. It was like, you know, this isn't the years past. This team's different. You know, what I mean? yeah. like when you were up, you were an upperclassman. You know, you had the experience. You were, you know, like. Obviously, you, you got blew up, you got bigger, you got recruited. Right. Everybody knew that, you know what I mean? And so yeah. it was just different. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, this area, you know, kind of talk about that. I was like a 1A school, and you, you, you went to a Big 12 Division One school on a full ride. How was that transition, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so the transition was, it was, it was uh, you know, it was a big transition. You know, you look at anyone that comes from, you know, playing in a 1A school where, you know, you look at, you know, guys, when you come to college, you got guys coming from, you know, 6A, 7A high schools, 8A high schools. Um, with thousands of students, you know, playing, you know, elite football. Right. But at the same time, you know, when you get to college, Division One level, at that level, you know, everyone's the same. Right, right. You know, all the stars go out the door, right. you know, rivals uh, ratings, all that stuff, ranked in the country, all that stuff goes out the door because, you know, you see guys time and time again come in that are top athletes, top top recruits coming in, but they don't pan out. Right. Um, and, you know, that's for not a lot of reasons, you know, not only not always athletic, but, um, you know, the transition was, you know, was definitely tough, especially me, you know, coming in. You know, my junior or my senior season, I can remember watching, you know, I'm already committed, I already signed my letter of intent. I'm watching West Virginia play in the bowl game against Clemson. Everyone wrote, wrote West Virginia off. You know, Clemson was, what, top 10 team in the country. Yeah. West Virginia coming in, we was, you know, I think like 12, 13 ranked. That was an Orange Bowl, right? Yeah, Orange Bowl year. Yeah. And, you know, you look at the guys we had, you know, we had, you know, Geno, Stedman, uh, Tavon, you know, all those all, all those guys that went on, you know, to get drafted. Right, you know, right. Hyde, um, you know, coming in as a freshman, Playing against those guys was kind of, you know, crazy because, you know, you go from, you know, people that you looked up to in high school that you kind of, like, idolized your game around. Right. Um, and now, 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 now you're on the field with them and, right. you know, they're, they're your teammates. So, crazy. Um, you know, it's definitely a big transition, but um, you learn you learn fast at that level. Right. Um, you got to like, learn fast. Right, definitely. I feel like a lot of times guys from around here, like, the, like the general consensus is, like, they're too small on this and that. I feel like that was never the case with you. You just had to get your name out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of all all my focus really kind of went into football um, after my freshman year. Right. Um, you know, I sat down with my dad, and you know, my dad was always you know he wanted me to play basketball all through high school, um, but you know he kind of had an understanding that you know my goal was to go and play professionally, but my goal was also to go Division One. Right. And you know, at a young age, he knew that. So. Uh, you know, my freshman year came around. I played basketball my freshman year. And then, um, you know, I sat down with him and, you know, kind of talked 
as far as, you know, I want to focus on football and put all my, you know, necessarily, my dad always said, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but that's what I wanted to do. Because <laughs> uh, I knew what I could do, right. and I knew what I was capable of doing, and, you know, with God by my side, you know, everything's, right. all things are possible. Right. Yeah, man, that's awesome. But, like, what was, what was like, the recruiting process like, you know, going up to camps, you know, letters, calls, visits, et cetera, et cetera? What, what stood out to you? Like, what type of memories did that create, you know? Um, you know, the recruiting process, um, speaking on, you know, if I can speak to all athletes out there, the recruiting process, you know, take it for what it is. You know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Right. You know, not a lot of kids get the opportunity to get recruited, especially by big-time programs. And, uh, you know, myself, you know, I was lucky enough, blessed enough to, you know, get um, you know, recruited by a lot of programs right. and, uh, you know, get scholarships from, you know, a lot of schools. Um, you know, everyone says, you know, West Virginia was my own scholarship, but that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, recruiting process started early for me. Um, you know, I, as a freshman, after my freshman year, I started sending my tapes out, making highlights because I knew, you know, the earlier I get my name out there, the better it was going to be for me long term. Right. So the recruiting process started early. Um, like I said, my sophomore year, um, I can remember I went up to camp of West Virginia and that's really when I started, you know, first getting interest. Um, Coach Coach Patterson, which was my offensive coordinator in high school, um, got in contact with Coach Castillo, happened to be the defensive coordinator at West Virginia. Mm. Uh, he came down to Mount Ridge and saw me in person, and he told me then, you know, this is before I knew anything that I was going to be playing defensive back in college. You know, right. I was a running back. Right. Um, you know, I definitely thought I was going to go on to play running back in college, but, um, you know, I could play defense. And that's when he first told me, he said, Jared, uh, you know, just by looking at you, you're going to play safety in college. And from there, you know, hearing that come from a Division One coach, I was like, okay, you know, this, that's what I'm going to do. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of started focusing on safety and then went out my junior year and had a great, great um, junior year. Um, had 11 picks, led the state, um, had a couple of return for a touchdown, and that's when my recruiting process really took off. Right. Um, and then West Virginia offered me as a junior. And then, you know, Maryland ended up following right after West Virginia offered me. And, you know, a couple other schools on the East Coast, NC State, right. uh, Virginia, um, you know, I had interest from even Stanford, but, you know, that's too far. And then <clears throat> um, after the Orange Bowl game, that's when Coach Castillo left. And then Arizona was also another option for me as well. Right. That's awesome, bro, that you had, you know, like a choice like that. You know, But did you always have, like, the ultimate goal, like, in mind was to play at West Virginia? Or did West Virginia just show the love and then you kind of just hit it off from there? Yeah, so, um, you know, West Virginia was always my number one school. I can remember, you know, eighth grade year, me and my stepmom, we went up to a game. And, you know, that's whenever um, Pat White, Steve Slayton, those guys were oh, still yeah. there. Yeah, and they played Louisville. It was a night game. And probably one of the craziest atmospheres I've ever been a part of. Um, maybe it was just because I was so young, but, mm. and that was the first time, you know, seeing an atmosphere like that. But, you know, I can remember it was a night game. It was cold. Um, but we had great seats, me and my stepmom went up. And it was a close game. West Virginia ended up winning the game late in the fourth quarter, I believe. It was either the fourth quarter they went in overtime, ended up winning the game. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> after the game, as soon as the game ended, I looked at my stepmom and said, this is where I'm going to come to college and this is where I'm going to play at. That's awesome. And then from that point forward, you know, it was all West Virginia. Right. So you just had it from there. You were just like, you know, I'm going to get there someday. It don't matter how. I'm just going to do everything I can to kind of get to that level. Right, yeah. So, you know, I put all my eggs in one basket as far as, you know, focusing on football. Um, I ran track in the off season, but then, you know, West Virginia was it for me. Uh, you know, I love blue and gold. Uh, you know, growing up as a kid, I always wanted, before my high school, we consolidated with Westmar, right, uh, right. which was once, it was once Bell. Right. You know, Bell's colors was blue and gold. And a lot of my family came up through and played at Bell and had a lot of success. Um, and went on to play in college too. 
And, you know, as a kid growing up, going to high school games, you know, you always envision, okay, I can't wait till Friday nights, you know, I'm, I'm in high school playing for this oh, yeah. team. So I grew up watching Bell, but then we reconsolidated. So it was a little bit different. But, right. um, you know, the, as far as the colors, you know, as a young as a young kid being in eighth grade and West Virginia, you know, having the same color scheme as, as Bell, mm-hmm. you know, that was, you know, that that's something that definitely stuck out to me. Right. Bell was the Mountain, like, were they the Mountaineers? The, the Mountaineers, Mountaineers or something. Well, yeah, exactly. so you had the whole. So it was just, yeah. it was crazy. That's great. I was really little, and, you know, I got a lot of family from Frostburg. Your cousin, Malon, is that, is that Malon, correct? yeah. I remember watching him play running back, bro. He was a problem. Yeah, he was he was the he was the best. And, you know, me and my cousin Keenan, which is uh, Malon's little brother, um, Keenan is my cousin. Um, he's two years older than me. Uh, you know, growing up, we always had that friendly competition. And, you know, growing up, we always went to Bell Games and watched Malin. Right. And, you know, like you said, Malin was a stud. Um, probably the best, you know, running back to come through this area in a long time. 100%. <clears throat> and they went to States, right? Played yeah, they went to States I, twice. I, I went to that game. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. But, you know, Malin's numbers and his stats, you know, they spoke for himself. Um, he was a great talent, like I said. Um, once he saw the hole, you know, he, he was hitting and he was gone. Right. And, you know, me and my cousin Keenan, we always said, you know, I, you know, I'm going to break his record. You know, I'm going right. to break his record. So right. that was always our, our motivation. And, you know, mainly, you know, whether he knows it or not, he definitely motivated me a lot, in, like, in a lot of ways in high school. Right. So what's it like, you know, I mean, Mount, like out of, you know, Bell, Westmar, Mountain Ridge, like nobody's going to the NFL. You know what I mean? You're the only – you're the one that put Mountain Ridge on the map, you know, from – Morgantown to Norman, Oklahoma, to all the schools you played at. Right. You know, what's that like, being able to say, you know, to kind of look back on this small area where everybody knows everybody, you know, you can't get on the road and you not drive down the street and not see somebody, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Go to the mall, you always see somebody. You know, how does it feel that, you know, you separated yourself and you went above and beyond, like, all these, you know, limits and measures that this area has? Yeah, you know, f- first and foremost, you know, just got to thank, you know, my Lord and Savior. Right. Because um, without him, you know, he blessed me with unbelievable, you know, athletic abilities. Um, and, you know, my parents for always pushing me, believing in me, um, trusting in me, investing in me. Um, you know, my parents did a lot of stuff behind the scenes as far as taking me to camps. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of time we spent on the road traveling around, you know, basically the whole East Coast. Right. Going right. to different camps. Camps, combines. Uh, but, you know, the hard work and stuff that I put in, you know, as a young, as a young kid, um, having a goal, writing your goals down every day, you know, having them on your mirror, having them on your bedroom door, walking into your, door, into your bedroom. Just being able to see that stuff every day, I was able to paint the picture and envision it. Right. And <clears throat> like I said, as young as a young, at a young age, as a young kid, I had a goal and I wanted to accomplish it, and I was going to do everything in my power to make that goal, you know, a dream come true. Right. And you know, it, it's a great feeling at the end of the day being able to, you know, have a goal set in place, and you know, being able to, you know, follow that follow that roadmap that's going to lead you to that goal to accomplishing it. Right. And it just goes to show that you know, not only myself, but Anyone that has a dream, that has, you know, the right work ethic, has their head on their shoulders, you know, anything, mm-hmm. they can accomplish anything. Facts. So, like, you know, going from, you know, I want to talk about a little bit of West Virginia. So, like, you know, what was it like? I remember what year was it? You went to Georgia and played Alabama week one? Yes. Yeah, so, like, what was it like playing Alabama? Like, you know, that, that's insane. Like, yeah, that was, that was my retro sophomore year. Um, so, you know, first game of the season, Chick-fil-A kickoff game um, in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Dome. You know, it really doesn't get any bigger than that. You know, right. you know, we all know about Alabama. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're, we, we know, you're playing against yeah, T.J. Yeldon, Derrick yeah, Henry. Like, the caliber of team yeah, like. that Alabama is. <clears throat> and, you know, not only on Alabama, we had a lot of talent on our side, too. Right. Um, I worked for sophomore year. I started at nickel. Um, and, you know, that was big. You know, going into that game, definitely a lot of nerves, a lot of butterflies. But, you know, it's just like any other game. You know, right. in high school I had, you know, every game I played, it didn't matter who I was playing against. 
um, what who we was playing against. You know, I had butterflies and nerves. Definitely. And they say, you know, if you don't have those nerves, those butterflies, you, you don't really care. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, that was a huge game for me. That was a game I had circled on on the calendar. That was a game that you know, I knew that you know, if we went out and had a good game, not only as a team, but you know, also as you know. As an individual, that was going to really put me on the map. Right. And, uh, you know, I was able to go out and have a pretty good game against Alabama, even though we came up short late in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, I felt that we played a really good game. And, uh, you know, had things went a little bit differently, I felt that we would have won that game. Right. Man, I remember, I mean, I've always, you know, I've always I watched you. I watched West Virginia growing up. I feel like there's been so many, I mean, at least a couple years where West Virginia was, like, you know, so, so close, close yeah. just to, like, breaking through that little edge just to get into, like, the top, you know, top six even maybe. Yeah, so, like, and, you know, it, it's it's all about, you know, <clears throat> you hear coaches stress all the time in the media doing interviews. You know, we got to play four quarters. You got to be able to put a four-quarter game together. Right. Um, you know, got to be able to play 60 minutes, and that's what it all boils down to at the end of the day. Um, you know, close games like the Alabama game and a few other games that we was in, you know, have, been, have we been able to put together, you know, a full – Four, uh, four quarter game, you know, maybe things would have been different. Definitely. So what are like what other games? You know, I remember at one point, maybe your junior year, you were like leading the leading the team in tackles at some point. Was that right? Or yeah. Year? So my senior year, uh, uh, was leading the team in tackles basically the whole season and ended up finishing second or third. Right. Um, on the team, uh, in, in in tackles. That's crazy, bro. Like you know, just kind of what we've been talking about. You know, going from Mountain Ridge where there's one A, but now you. You know, you're the leading tackler for a Big 12 program, a powerhouse program, like a football program right. in like West Virginia, you know what I mean? Like, how's that, like, you know what I mean? Just to reflect reflect back a little bit, what's that like to kind of just think, you know? Um, you know, it's crazy because, you know, being me being the player that I look back, um, me being the player that I am and, you know, being hard on myself, I look back as far as, you know, as my career. A lot of people say I had, a, you know, a pretty good career at West Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, but looking back, you know, I felt that I had, you know, maybe a subpar career um, at best, um, you know, I felt that I had – there was times when I had, you know, great games, mm -hmm. but there was also times when I felt that I played terrible. You know, when other times, you know, some people looking out on the outside in, looking in, you know, would have said I had a good game. Right. Uh, but me, you know, I was always hard on myself. But, you know, uh, all in all, you know, I had a good enough career because, you know, it led me to, you know, to the next level. So right. I, I must have did something, you know, coach because, um, you know, coaches saw something in me. Right. Um, but, you know, as far as my career, there was games and I definitely had great games. You know, I remember my first game I started against Oklahoma State. Um, when Carl went down, um, he ended up, you know, hurting his knee in a non-contact practice that week, you know, two days before the game. And then I got the nod, you know, I was going to be starting two days before the game. Right. Playing against Oklahoma State, top 10 team in the country. You know, the game's on ESPN. Um, I mean, it really doesn't get any bigger right. than that. No, that's like a and, game. you know, I, that was probably one of my one of my best games. Right. Um, I had two pass breakups, uh, forced fumble, and, you know, I think I'm pretty sure I led the team in tackles that game as well. That's awesome, man. I mean, I you know I, I really got to give it to you, man. I, like you really did it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people talk it. You know how that goes. I mean, especially right. from around here. But like you know what I mean? You you did it. You went there and did it. You proved yourself. You got a contract. You signed a contract. You know what I mean? You're in. You're in the league. You're in the league. Like I mean, that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I said. It's all it all comes down back to you know uh, I'm blessed at the end of the day. You know, and I owe all my credit to you know God because without Him, um, you know. I wouldn't be here, you know, none, none, nothing would be possible. That's fact. Um, but, you know, all in all, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, if you have a dream um, and you can envision the dream, you can picture the dream, you can paint that picture in your head and you have, you know, the right people in your in your corner mm -hmm. that's going to motivate you, that's going to be there for you through good times and bad times. Um, but also you have to have a work ethic to go with, you know, everything um, and just have a, a focus, um, you know, anything's possible. Um, you know, no dream is too, is too big. Right. 
And, you know, when I come back to and talk at camps, you know, back at the, back in the area, um, Frostburg coming to the area, you know, that's one thing I always tell kids is, you know, number one, you know, if you have a dream, go after it. Right. Um, you know, you don't need everyone to believe in you. The only person that needs to believe in you is you. Right. Um, and if you believe in you, then, you know, no one can stop you. Right. Um, you know, you're the you're the only person that's going to, you know, stop yourself. Right. So a little off the field, but like Morgantown, you know, being a football player, what's that like? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been there a couple of times, yeah. don't get me wrong. But like, you know, obviously when you're a you're starting defensive back for the football team, you know, What's it like walking around in Morgantown, you know, after a big game and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, Morgantown's basically, you know, you can think of West Virginia as a pro team because uh, West Virginia has no pro team. Right. Um, and, you know, when you think of West Virginia, you think of, you know, West Virginia football. football yeah. So, um, they, you know, the fans, uh, you know, the, the people around Morgantown, you know, they love us. And, uh, you know, anytime we go out in public, you know, most people recognize us, say, hey, what's up? Right. You know, ask how we're doing and stuff like that. So, you know, we get a lot of love around town. Right. Um, but at the same time, though, <clears throat> you can't let that stuff, you know, um, let it get, you know, let it make your head big. Right. Because, you know, you got to hold yourself to a, yeah, to a high yeah. standard. Um, you got to act like a professional even though you're not a professional. Right, right. Um, you, you know, know because, expect, yeah, like, we're yeah. on a pedestal. Right. And, you know, it's easy for athletes. You know, you see all the time athletes going out, getting in trouble, doing stupid stuff. And, you know, really, um, you know, it's very easy to get in trouble in Morgantown. We all know what, how Morgantown is. You know, right. it's a crazy, you know, it's a, one of the number one party schools. Yeah, always uh, has so, been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, you just got to be smart. But at the same time, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, you just got to know how to have fun and, and where you can have fun at and when you can have fun. Definitely, and, definitely. Uh, but just, the main thing is, you know, just be smart and, you know, be, uh, be cautious of, you know, your surroundings. Because right. it's not only, you know, not always, you know, yourself that may, you know, be doing something wrong, but... You know the people you're around, so right. you gotta be smart. Right. So, uh, whenever you signed with Jacksonville, you know at, after that year they were without undoubtedly the best defense in the league. Yeah. And you know, Jalen Ramsey, that whole secondary, right. Fowler, all those dudes. You know what? How was that? You know what was that like being able to say, you know, all right, the, the best, arguably the best defense in the in the league currently, wants me to play for them. You know what was that like? Uh, you know, uh, going into you know even training camp, mini camp. We knew the talents that we had. You know, you look at guys like Jalen, AJ Bouye, uh, Telvin Smith, right. uh, Miles Jack, uh, you know, Yannick defensive end, Dante Fowler, like you said, mm -hmm. um, Barry Church, Tayshawn Gibson. You know, those guys are, you know, all, you know, great talent. Even on the offensive side of the ball, we had a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Leonard, that's my dog, you know, Cam Robinson, the left tackle. Right. Uh, you know, we had a lot of talent. And so we knew, you know, we had the pieces of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had to put it together, right. and you know, going through mini camp and then going into um, regular training camp, we kind of gelled and we found that you know that meshing point, um, you know, where we came together, and you know, playing with those guys, you know, I learned a lot, and um, you know, they they took me in, you know, as family, and um, you know, I, I kind of felt that I earned the respect of those older guys as well. Definitely, man. I remember on your Snapchats, uh, Leonard Fournette. He seemed like he was really funny. What, what was what was it like just to vibe with them? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, was like, he was like what the top seven top, pick? Yeah, yeah top like top that. yeah top top ten pick coming out. Right. Um, but you know, Leonard Leonard's a cool guy. Uh, he he he's definitely a character. But at the same time, <laughs> though, when we step in between the white lines, it's it's all business. Definitely. Uh, but you know, guys like Leonard, uh, you know, funny guy, character. Uh, you know, you know his personality one of a kind. Um, but you know, everyone, everyone on the team, um, you know, kind of has they 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 own uh, you know personality. Everyone's different, so right. the locker room is, you know, definitely high energy. Definitely. You know, a lot of uh, 
got a lot of characters on the team, a lot of you know, right. a lot of jokes being cracked in the locker room. <laughs> he seems like the type of guy that you you want to be cool with too. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, Leonard's Leonard's the type of guy that you know he, he he's gonna look out for his brothers. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's what it, I mean. Just you know, from what I see, you know, on TV and you know what the general you know talk is and like fantasy stuff, you know how right. that goes, you know. But like you know, that's pretty awesome that you were in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was you know it definitely a dream come true. Uh, but you know, I, I felt that uh, you know I didn't really get to accomplish everything yet, right. uh, and you know. Uh, but it's you know, it's still you know you're still you're still right. on that journey. Right. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Exactly. So I gotta ask you, what was it like to play like the Patriots? You know, what was that like? So uh, you know that's that's something that really you know was crazy to me because you know as a kid I can remember watching Tom Brady first win his first super, like first Super Bowl. Right. Uh, you see Belichick and then, in that sweatshirt right, all the time. Right, and seeing Belichick in the sweatshirt. You know, before we even played uh, New England in our preseason game, we went up and practiced with them, uh, open practice for two days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first time we stepped on the field, um, you know, shook shook Brady's hand. He came up to us, you know, talked to us, dapped us all up. And I was like, dang, like it kind of hit me right then and there. <laughs> we went over. We was actually just got done individual and warming up, and we went over to do one-on-ones, um, receivers and tight ends. And just seeing Gronk, you know, Brandon Cooks, uh, you know, Tom Brady, you know, and shaking Tom Brady's hand and dabbing him up, you know, that was kind of like, that was the eye-opener. Like, right. you know, Jared, you're here. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, like, it's this time is to it. go, yeah, yeah. Um, you're on the best, you're on the field, you know, arguably one of the best quarterbacks ever. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and, and it just so happened, you know, coincidentally, you know, my first rep one-on-ones was with Gronk. And, you know, Gronk kind of ran a skinny post on the, um, down in the, in the red zone. And he ran on the back of the um, – back at the goal line and you know Brady kind of I was I was in his hip pocket and Brady had to throw it out of the end zone and uh, you know after that rep I was like you know you know I belong here so like whenever you're out there like on the field and you see you know Brady Jimmy G whoever it may be I know but like when they're checking down it's like you know when you're out there does it slow down does it all like kind of eventually like, prod, you know, know at mean? first you know it, it was fast but I felt that you know playing in the Big 12 coming from West Virginia playing in the Big 12 where offenses go fast right, right. you know there's a lot of no huddle you know we go fast we run a lot of plays on the you know offensive side of the ball in the Big 12 right that got me prepared you know for as far as the speed of the game in the NFL now as far as the speed of the game and players, you know, I don't think it's too big of a difference because, you know, I'm going from playing against, you know, probably the fastest group of players in the Big 12. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to playing, you know, in the league, you know, we're still with the same guys. Right. So, uh, you know, the speed of the game um, really, you know, at first was kind of a little bit fast, but I don't necessarily think it was necessarily the speed of the game. I think as far as just understanding the playbook, you know, playbooks are huge oh, yeah, um, in, in the NFL and, you know, you really got to be a student of the game. Definitely. Uh, you know, you're no longer in school as far as having to focus on your studies, but, you know, that is your study now, learning your playbook. Um, right. And they expect you to know it. You know, oh, coming in, it doesn't matter if you're a you know, first-round pick or undrafted rookie. Right. Um, they expect you, you know, to go home, do your homework, and they don't care what time you go to sleep. You know, you're a professional now, and that's how you got to carry yourself. And, you know, you got to be prepared every, you know, every day because, you know, someone out there, someone else is out there waiting for your opportunity. Definitely. So, like, you know, what was camp like? Like, what, what was all that stuff like compared to college? Was it, like, just, you know, like you said, like, the playbook was much more, and, like, was it just, like, a, you know, much more, like, much more to know, or was it just, you know, everything? It was just- uh, so, you know, training camp's a little bit different. You know, in the NFL, they're going to take care of you more than what they do in college. Right. But you know, at the same time, though, it's still work. Right. Um, in Jacksonville, you know, you got the heat. So you got to oh, you yeah. got to deal with the, you got to deal August. with the heat and humidity and everything like that in August. And uh, you know, as far as training camp went, like I said, it was just you know having to be a student of the game and learning the playbook, 
learning your responsibilities because, like I said, they expect you to learn them mm-hmm. and know what you're doing. And, you know, in the league, they don't have time to be sitting there repeating, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, redoing, redoing drills. So uh, you don't want to be that guy. Right. Um, and, you know, every day it didn't matter what time I went to sleep or what time I had to be up. You know, I was going to make sure I knew my playbook, I knew my responsibilities, what I had to do the next day. If we had installments, they would give us our, our, our packages that, um, that we were going to install the next day, the night before. Go home, read over them, look over them. But when they say read over them, that means you know you better know them coming in, mm-hmm. and you know we'll go over them in the meetings. You have only you only have you know hour, two hours in the meetings um, before you go out and practice, and then you know it's it's it's, it's full go. Right. And you're, now you're it's not there, time to yeah. be thinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because now you're having live right, coming yeah. at you. So you gotta make that split second decision. Exactly. So that AFC Championship, I swear up and down, that's a fumble, right? Oh yeah, fumble all day. It had to be a fumble. Yeah, like, terrible, terrible call. I mean. Um, it, that's the super like you're in the That's, super bowl yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. if that call is made correctly like so like what was the kind of reaction from that from the team like uh you know i think you know the the reaction obviously you know what people wasn't happy a lot of players wasn't happy but right. um at the end of the day you know they made the call on the, the field rest, yeah, um and you you got to live with it uh but it was definitely tough because you know being you know being in Jacksonville seeing you know learning the tradition of the, of, of the organization and knowing, you know, the struggles that the organization has had, the city has had, as far as them winning ball games, mm-hmm. and then coming in having the type of season that Jacksonville had last year, and all the success that they had, and then making it to the AFC Championship game when you know everyone wrote us off that we wasn't even gonna make it that far. Right. Um, you know that that was an accomplishment in itself, but you know our goal was you know go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Right. Um, we felt that you know we kind of got um, snubbed at that opportunity, but you know like I said, it is what it is. That defense was a huge, like that defense you were a part of, like that was a huge reason that you right, even were exactly. in that position. You know, so. we had a great defense. You know, I think if you look um, statistically, you know, we ranked top five in the league last year. Right. Um, you know, even I think top three to be exact. So, in practice, did you like pick Blake Bortles off all the time or what? Um. So, I believe I did pick Blake off once, um, but also um, majority of the time I picked off. Uh, you know the backup quarterback. Right. Um, I think all in all during training camp I had uh, three or four picks. Um, so like I said, you know earlier, you know I was earning the, the, the respect of you know the older guys and you know um, the veterans in the locker room. Right. And uh, you know once once you start earning the respect of those guys and you know they're trusting in you then, you know and and then they're talking about you in the meetings and you make a play and they're like okay you know good 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 rep. Right. Harp. Um, you know then the coaches started to take notice and uh, you know I couldn't have asked to be. Uh, I couldn't ask for or been in a better position than what I was last year, but, you know, it's just unfortunate, you know, certain things happen how they did, but, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I've never been someone to question God because, you know, I went Definitely, through, yeah. you know, different things as far as, you know, growing up um, that I've overcome that, you know, I've never questioned God, so, and I know everything happens for a reason. Right. That's the mentality you got to have, man. I respect that a lot, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you no said, doubt. you know what I mean? Trials and tribulations, but you've always kept moving forward. Yeah, for sure. You've made it to the very, very top, and it's only going to keep getting better. You know what I mean? You really put the area, gave the area a great name. Yeah. You know, really put us on the map. Um, you know, so talk about the college football playoffs now. Who you got? Bama. Bama, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, you don't think Oklahoma gets much? You think it's a shootout or you think Bama, like, pulls away? I think Bama pulls away. Um, I think early on in the game it might be a pretty good game. Back and forth, a lot of scoring. Um, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, um, Oklahoma hasn't had the, the defense that they've had in the past. Um, as far as the success that, they, that they're having this year. Right. So I think Alabama's just too much for them. Uh, 
uh, later on in the game. I think, you know, Oklahoma wears down and, and, and Alabama pulls away. What do you think about Tua and Jalen, like how that relationship is, you know, how well they get along? Yeah, so, um, you know, just being around friendly comp being around competition like that, that really brings people together. Right. Um, and, you know, I think Jalen wants the best for, for Tua and, and vice versa. Definitely, Tua wants yeah, the best for yeah. Jalen. So, you know, it's all about opportunities. And, you know, Jalen, you know, having the success that he had early on in his career, he, he could have went and transferred right, you know, yeah, and left like, Alabama before the season started and went on and, you know, started at another program. Right. But, you know, he, 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 he believed in, you know, Alabama and staying there. And, um, you know, when his opportunity got called in the championship game, you saw what he did and how he came out and performed. It's always – you know, what, next it's, it's, up, it's you know, next man up mentality, yeah. and you got to be ready for that opportunity because you never know when the opportunity is going to come and, right. um, you know, how it's going to come. And it's just unfortunate that it ended up coming, you know, due to From injury. injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I know Jalen never wanted to see Tua get hurt. Right. But, you know, I know Tua had all the confidence in the world, you know, knowing that, you know, I'm out. I know Jalen's got my back. I know he's right. going to, you know, lead his team to victory, and that's exactly what Jalen did. Right. Isn't it it's so weird? Like, the Clemson quarterback situation, their quarterback, he transferred, you know what I mean? Like, right. Had Jalen transferred, you know, they may not even be playing exactly. this week, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, that just speaks to your point. Like, it's so cool to see people, you know, want to want to see each other be successful, even it means coming at the expense of playing time at the biggest, you right, know, the biggest college stage. football. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Um, so, what do you think about Clemson and Notre Dame? That, that uh, matchup, at least. So, uh, you know, I think me, me just knowing football and watching football, um, I think Clemson, Clemson wins, and I think – um, you know, they always say, you know, ball games are one up front. Mm -hmm. And I think the, uh, defensively, Clemson's defensive line is, 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 is too good. Right. Um, they got a lot of talent. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think Clemson, Clemson right. pulls away and wins. Right. So you think it's an inevitable Clemson-Alabama again? For sure. Right, yeah. I mean, For they sure. just seem to, like, Alabama's here, Clemson's here. And right. It's like uh, you got – Notre Dame and Oklahoma, respectively. Yeah, no, they, now, Notre right. Dame is a good, is a yeah, good ball team for sure. Right. And, uh, and, and and same with uh, with Oklahoma. Right. So uh, a lot of talk about quarterbacks in this year's draft. Uh, Greer, do you think uh, a team will take a chance on him early? Uh, I think he definitely deserves um, for a team to take a chance on him early. Uh, you know, look at Will. And me knowing Will personally, you know, he's a great guy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a great father to his daughter, um, a great husband uh, to his wife. And you know he's he's definitely he's a, he's a he's a professional. And you hear Hogerson always talk about in the media how Will is. You know he's already a professional. And you look at how he just carries himself. Um, you know being a student athlete. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but being a student athlete. You know having responsibilities now. He's a father. And being able to balance you know football and then you know outside stuff. You, know, you look you just look how he carries himself and the success that he has and the work that he puts in. It speaks right. volumes. And you know I think you know you look at Will's numbers that he put up this year. Um, and compare him to every quarterback uh, throughout the country. I think he's, you know, he's top five, definitely, um, yeah. for sure. And I, I think he definitely deserves opportunity to, to to hear his name called early on. Definitely. I don't know what somebody was. I was I, maybe it was on Facebook or something. Bleacher Report. It said something about Greer going to New England, and then it said in a later round, uh, Sills also going to New England. How crazy would that be if they both ended up on the same NFL team? I mean, that that definitely would be crazy. Um, but you look at, you know, how the draft happened a couple years ago. Um, with Tavon and, and Stebbin, um, both getting, you know, Tavon went early first round. I forget what pick exactly, and then Stebbin later on in the third round. Mm -hmm. um, both went to the Rams, and that's just, you know, that's crazy. Um, right. and, and if and if Will and David both go to New England, uh, I think that that's definitely a great system, a great, yeah. um, you know, offense for them to go into, and that they would, you know, if they went to New England, they would, you know, I feel that they would excel. Definitely. But I feel that, you know, no matter what, what team, you know, uh, Will goes to, he'll be able to adapt, pick up the playbook, um, and you know, have success. Definitely. So my sophomore year, we went up to a red line and played David 
Wendell Smallwood, mm-hmm. the Keel Shorts, right? Yeah. You know all those guys personally. Yeah, so all them, all three of them, my boys, we're close with all three of them. Uh, and, you know, I've heard stories as far as, you know, Red Line and the type of school that they had and, you know, how good they was. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long day. But, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, what's it like being, you know, uh, you live in Philly now, right? So, you, you know, right. you're pretty close to Smallwood and Rasul, right? Yeah. Like, Rasul's one of my favorite players on the Eagles right now. So, like, what's it like to be able to, you know, relate to guys that are, you know, playing, like, where you live currently? Right. Um, so, you know, obviously during the season they're real busy. So, you know, as far as, you know, seeing them, haven't really seen them too much. Right. Um, but, you know, they're having great, great, great seasons. And you look at Rasul, it's kind of like, you know, Rasul, I feel that Rasul should should be a starter. Definitely. Um, Definitely. You know, you look at, you know, when he gets into the game, his production is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he, he has, I don't know how many picks he has on this he year. Was, he was leading the team at one point. Yeah. Um, but, be. you know, he's, he's a ball player. Um, he's very smart, uh, very instinctive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Wendell, you look at Wendell, you know, Kind of both of them guys, you know, when they get their opportunity, they get on the field, they make plays. Yeah, he and turned you look out at against last, the Rams. You look at, yeah. you know, last week against the Rams when Dell had two touchdowns. And, uh, you know, the week prior to that, Rasul probably played his best game, you know, against Dallas. Um, you know, some people may may argue that. Right. Um, but, you know, watching the game, being an athlete, you know, being – have played defensive back, um, you know, you look at the game that Rasul had, he had a great game against Dallas. And, um, you know, I'll argue anyone that, you know, would, would, would differentiate with me. Right. So you know, back to like you where you're at. You're currently a free agent in the NFL. So what's your what's your next next move, next step? Um. So you know, last year when I su- after I suffered my injury, um. You know, a lot of uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people know I had to suffer my uh, fourth concussion. Um. You know, last year, uh. You know, I spent the whole season on IR. Um. And you know, talking to my agent, you know, I figured, you know, if I was going to get released or get waived, you know, that I would have been waived right after the season. Right. Um. However, it played out. You know, they ended up not releasing me until late March. And, you know, it kind of took me by surprise. And, you know, it was tough, you know, kind of, you know, something that I couldn't control just because of my situation I was in as far as my head and my injury. Right. Um, you know, I couldn't play. So, you know, it's not really I could go out and showcase, you know, what I could do, even though I did it early on in training camp. Right. Um, but, you know, things, you know, happen how they happen. And, you know, after I got released, you know, I was still working, I was still training, still talking to teams. But, you know, teams was, was skeptical and, you know, giving me an op- another opportunity, invested in me right. because of my history with concussions, which is totally understandable. Right. You know, you look at the NFL now and, and, and you know, how serious they're taking those head injuries. You know, it, it's a serious, you know, topic and a serious discussion. Right. And it's something that they're not playing around with. But, uh, you know, so, you know, uh, once, you know, the season started approaching, you know, I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you, I kind of thought my, you know, my career was going to be done. And, you know, I was, I was you know, I, I pretty much did, you know, hang out my cleats. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, you know, I'm finally back right uh, mentally. You know, I'm back to myself. Um, you know, I'm back right spiritually. And, you know, I've been praying a lot. And, you know, I've, I've always been one to pray. Um, but, you know, specifically uh, here recently, you know, I've been hearing, you know, God's been telling me, you know, he's not done with me playing. And, you know, um, you know I had a contract offered me t- uh, last year in the summer to go up to Saskatchewan and play in the CFL, but I ended up turning it down because, you know, I wanted to focus on the NFL and getting back into the league. Right. Um, so I ended up not taking that opportunity, and, you know, nothing came as far as the NFL. So I, I sat out this whole season, and, you know, I've always been, you know, working out, staying in shape. Right, yeah. So that's been nothing. But um, now, you know, I've been in contact with a few CFL teams, um, you know, a couple teams in the AAF, and, uh, you know, it's looking promising. You know, I have up in, um, some opportunities opening up. Right. Um, and a couple workouts coming this spring. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking to get back out on the field and, you know, whether that's, you know, in Canada, um, you know, the AAF, 
it doesn't matter. You know, I just want to get back out on the field and play. Definitely. Um, you know, because I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of doing. I know right. physically, you Definitely. know, I can still play. Yeah, man, you got a lot of people, you know, here and I'm sure other places that support you and, you know, really are, will be behind you regardless of whether it's, you know, Canada, AFL, like you said, or here, you know. Maybe it's just a couple of years in the CFL and then back here, right. you know what I mean? But regardless, you got a support system, and, you know, and that mean that it could be speaking generally in your hometown, but I know you got close friends, you got family, but you know what I mean. Every a lot of people, you know, everybody that you know is a you know a decent human wants to see you succeed because you've made it to that point. Yeah, you know for sure. I mean? And you know, I appreciate everyone that you know I've had in my corner. Um, you know, friends, families, enemies. Um, you know, people that have you know shown a lot of support, especially you know this past um, this past year. You know, that was probably one of my hardest years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mentally. You know, I was in a bad place, you know, having being so close to accomplishing everything that I wanted as a kid. Right. And then, you know, my injury happening and then, you know, getting released and basically, you know, that being taken away from me without me having any type of control on it. You know, that was tough. Right. Um, but like I said, you know, I'm finally back right, you know, where I need to be mentally. Um, I'm back to myself. You know, I feel great. Um, you know, I feel that I'm probably in one of the best shapes that I've been in in my life. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm ready to get back out on the field, start training again, and, uh, you know, give it all I got. And, and you know, um, hopefully things work out and, uh, you know, I get opportunities to go up to uh, Saskatchewan and, and play up there. Definitely. So, I know real quick, before we go watch NBA, who you, who you, <laughs> who you like Who you like in the as far as uh, – NBA this year, who do you think's coming off or coming out on top? So it's tough, you know. I've always been a LeBron fan, you know. I've always followed around. I've never been, you know, an NBA fan, right? right. Um, but you know, as players, you know, I've always been, you know, had you know favorite players, and LeBron's always been my favorite player for, since he first came into the league. Right. Uh, so you know, I want to see him have a lot of success, and I think I believe he will. Maybe mm-hmm. not this year, and that he might not, you know, make it as far as he wants to make it this year. Right. But because he's he has a lot of young talent around him, but in the coming years, I feel that they're going to be. You know, they're definitely going to give the Warriors right. um, in the West, the Western Conference, you know, a, a run for the money for sure. Right. You think they trade for AD? I hope so. <laughs> they need to. <laughs> they need to. LeBron's, they, he's like, he's ticking, man. He's like 34, almost 34 he, now. He probably, he's in the best shape of his life, you know. You oh, yeah. I mean, I'm but, not worried, but yeah. you know how Mother Nature is. <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. It's going to catch up eventually in the Warriors. They don't really have that. They got the young nucleus. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, NBA this year is getting pretty nuts, you know. Right. Um, you know, and you look at Houston. Houston's a good ball club too. Facts. Um, but you know, Chris Paul being hurt, but they just had a big win today. Right. Uh, but I feel that the Warriors win it again this year. Um, but I feel that if LA makes some moves this come this offseason this summer, um, and get you know one or two more guys around LeBron, then you know I think it's a different a different story next year. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, Jared Harper, NFL Free Safety. Um, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you, Carter, having me, man. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas. Talking to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in to the Front Porch Pod. It would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes. We can't grow this show without your continued support, and we can never thank you enough.